0: Welcome back, everybody. This is your host, Neo Gentrix, and welcome back to Food for Thought, Thoughts If It Were You, Season 2. We're now back at our regular scheduled time, and when I basically do these recordings, and you guys get to see them at 3 a.m. in the morning. That's when I record them, that's when I release them, but you guys probably don't see them until after 8 a.m., which is perfect. I always love having my episodes available Recorded out there and ready for everyone to hear them right when everyone needs them or when they you know are more convenient for you And I'm pretty sure as you've all have been noticing It's been a while since I've been doing these and now I'm just kind of starting to get back in the swing of things so We're definitely gonna be getting these way more often as we should have been one because I miss doing it and two there's still so much to cover I mean, between the topics of entitled people and stupidity and action, I mean, there's so many things to cover, and there's still not enough time, so what I'm going to do is we're going to cover as many of these as we can before 2021 is up. There are definitely enough days for me to get in as many episodes as possible, but for the majority of you guys, standard episodes will start coming out again as I get, be- um, you know back into the rhythm of everything every morning again at 3 a.m. real soon and with that we'll also maybe receiving afternoon updates or episodes at 3 p.m. as well we'll see how this goes I would love to get back into it there are less than 60 days left in the year so let's see how many episodes we can get there meanwhile As you can probably tell from the title of this podcast episode, today's topic is a rather unusual one. Today we're going to talk about how to minimize distractions and time wasters. Things that basically eat up your time and prevent you from doing the stuff that you enjoy doing. Example, my podcast. It's a perfect time to do this one as it's, you know, kind of relevant. Let's put it this way. There are many things in life that can, you know, potentially waste a lot of time and by minimizing those distractions and removing any possible time wasters from our day we can actually accomplish way more and potentially become way more successful point in case unlike you know my friend r slash who seems to be doing really good on his channel and with his podcast i have to rework and get myself back up to the place where i used to be two to three years ago So, with that being said, although there is a lot of stuff still going on, I have a list of stuff here that you could use to basically, I don't know, apply to your otherwise busy schedule of life that could help you reduce those types of distractions and time wasters, whether it's in your workplace or your everyday life. So when it comes down to it, when you need to get on and, you know, avoid as many distractions as possible, all I want you to do is utilize some of these simple ideas that I have, uh, and you can increase your productivity and make more effectiveness of the time you do have. Okay? So let's get started, shall we? Okay, so I'm not gonna waste any time on this. Let's just go ahead and get into this and get started. First things first, your phone. I hate to say it, but we're gonna start with the most obvious time waster and distraction that anybody could ever come across. And unfortunately, that is your phone, okay? Key thing to keep note here. When you're busy, Turn your phone off, or if you can't do that because you're one of those people who has to have it on in case of emergencies, silence it, okay? Use the voicemail wisely and set aside times to, you know, return missed calls. Not every call is important, unless your job literally just requires you to be on your phone, then that's an exception. With that being said, schedule times in your day when you know you will be able to receive calls. Let other people know about your schedule too. That way they don't call you when it's inconvenient. Also, have a personal mobile phone. Do not give that number to your boss, your colleagues, none of them. Only to friends and family so they can still reach you in case of an emergency. This is why I, myself, carry two phones. I try to keep my work and my personal life separate. Why? Because I don't need work, bills, or whatever the hell contacting me on my off days. You know? Everyone needs a break. Also, when making or receiving a call, please, please be polite. Listen and clarify. But... Try to avoid excessive small talk and keeping the calls as brief as possible. And I should know, because out of experience, i found that if I ask the wrong question, we'll be sitting here for an hour, and as we already know, elderly people like to talk. There's nothing wrong with that, but if you're on a schedule, this is something you want to avoid. Unless you work in Xfinity, then do what you got to do. Now, when taking calls, stand up. Research shows that people who stand while on the phone tend to want to keep their conversations brief so they can get to the point of what they're talking about. If you're one of those people, you'll notice because you'll start walking in circles while you're talking. <laughs> it means you're impatient and you just want this call over with. You may not realize it, but your body does. Next, if you agree to take on task as part of the phone conversation, um, then act on them immediately even if you even if this means adding them to your to-do list why because now you're becoming productive and you're not just sitting there on the phone doing nothing i know a lot of people who sit on their phones talking 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 when they could be doing something else at the same time that they know they have to have done in the same day and have more free time lastly store numbers that you dial frequently in your phone and keep them on a readily available uh list you know this thing we used to have it's called speed dial you should probably program it in so that when you press one button to hit dial, it automatically dials that person. So you don't have to keep looking for their number over and over and over again, okay? That's all I have to say about phones. We'll take a short break and then we'll talk about your email. Yeah, your email, that's another one. All right, phones, big, big time waster, very big distraction because we end up sitting there playing on it for an extended period of time. But what if you're not one of those people? What if you're not one of those people who's always on their phones? What if your email is your thing where you're always checking and sending emails? Well, here's the thing, okay? Only check your email a couple times a day. That way you don't miss anything if you need to. Close your email client when it's not being used. One, this will also save battery power on your phone, believe it or not. Also, new emails flash up on your computer screen can also be a very, very big distraction and a huge time waster, why? Because you're gonna see it like, oh, what is that? And then go open it, and now you're sitting here going through the rest of your emails again. So you don't want that. You want the notifications, but you don't want them to show what's in them because it's just gonna make you wanna go through them. Also, set up folders and rules in your email client. Most of them have this ability. I know Gmail has this ability to automatically filter your emails and your file them away according to whatever categories you put them in. I think Outlook now is uh, taking into that, taking that into consideration where you can filter them that way too. Okay. Now, with that being said, I want you to also try to schedule a block of time each day for sending and responding to emails. That way you never miss them. Okay. in my case I do that around lunchtime I can eat and sort mail at the same time so I don't have to do this all day long and then I check my mail again at the end of the day why I do that because I don't want to sit there going through my email all day long every now and then I'll set aside a whole day to just skim through all my emails and delete everything that I don't need but that's a whole nother thing entirely okay but at the same time like I said you're scheduling a time to go through them. With that being said, don't just let your emails pile up. Okay? Because now it becomes unmanageable because now you have to literally plan out a day. Kind of like I did. And go through everything and delete stuff that shouldn't be there. And reply to everybody who needs to reply to that I didn't reply to earlier in the week. And by this point, if it was urgent, then I missed it. Okay? Delete all your spam emails immediately. Also. Because otherwise it's just eating up storage space in your email. With that being said, when you're deleting those spam emails, also delete all irrelevant emails immediately. This includes general mails that don't specifically involve you or don't care about whether you or not you reply. Um, people, organizations uh, that usually use the reply all function to their email client, don't do that. Okay, Although such emails may be relevant to certain peoples in certain departments, if it's not relevant to you, delete it. Because, you know, it doesn't serve a purpose and it's just eating up space. Also, forward emails to somebody who can better uh, or provide a better response if need be. Don't sit there and try to come up with something if you know you can't. Also, if it's not relevant to you, just forward it to someone else who actually cares. Um, It's not chain mail. It's responsive mail. Uh, Sorry, responsible mail. Okay. Also, try to handle each relevant email only once. Uh, Read, respond immediately within your scheduled time. Once done, file the email away. Don't go back and look at it because then you're going to want to reply again or change something or want to cancel the email. Don't do that. Don't do any of that. Okay? Also, be wary of emails marked urgent or high priority because they may not be that. I've received a lot of emails saying that they're urgent and high priority. I'm a student, so... Unless those files or those emails are related to the school or my teachers, a lot of times they go straight in the garbage because they have nothing to do with me or my degree. To be fair, okay, receiving emails about how I can use makeup effectively and make my face shine has nothing to do with my degree in business or my interest in cybersecurity or podcasting, okay? If my face looks like a horrid mess, so be it. But it has nothing to do with my future. Okay, everybody. So... We covered phones, we covered emails, the two of the biggest ones. There were some other stuff here that y'all may not think are time wasters or distractions, but before I go any further, I did cover emails, so I guess I should cover its opposite. Regular mail, okay? If you still have a mailbox and you still receive regular mail, note this, right? open your mail near a waste paper basket or something of the sort a trash can, what have you, whatever you call it, depending on what part of the world you live in. It could be called the bin, it could be called the trash can, it could be called the hub, it could be called nap bag, it doesn't matter. The reason for this is so that if it is trash, you can toss it away immediately, okay? Deal with your mail immediately, if possible. Read, uh, process it. Reply if you need to reply, that's what the pen and paper is nearby if you need to do that. Aim to handle all your mail all at once, even if it's just once a day, just so it doesn't pile up in your mailbox. There's nothing worse than a mail person coming to deliver you something that's actually important. And your mailbox, regardless of how big it is, is filled with stuff in there that's been there for over three months. Because they will not be able to put it in there and then it's going to be returned to sender. So if you're sitting there waiting on a check or something in the mail, you're probably not going to get it because your mailbox is full. Okay? Now, computers. The big thing. The big CO, the PC, the gras of our everyday life. First things first. Turn off, (laughs) I'm laughing because this is funny. Turn off any instant messaging application you have. It's funny because I don't think anyone still uses instant messaging ever since Yahoo Messenger died about 15, 16 years ago, but I could be wrong. Well, actually, no, I take that back. People nowadays use apps like GroupMe and Discord, so there's that. Close any programs or documents when you're finished with them. Don't leave them up. One, it eats up your storage space. Two, there's no point. Also, file your documents on your computer in a logical way where you can find them and not just scattered about like papers on your desk. Okay, it, this not only removes distractions, but it means your computer is basically has more resources and processing power to do whatever it is you want it to do next, whether it's just watching videos of cats. I still don't know why that's a thing. That's also a time waster, so schedule your time to watch your video for cats. Meanwhile, I'm talking about computers, so we'll come back to that. Close any web pages after you finish reading them, even if the stuff is important. If it's important, bookmark it. That way you can come back to it, okay? Especially when it comes to news and social websites and networking sites and media of the sort. But keep in mind that those sites are constantly updated, so if you don't save that specific page for whatever it is, unless that page is constantly updated and changing, There's no reason for you to leave the screen up. If you need the information immediately, print it. Yes, that's still a thing. If you have a printer, print it. If you can't print it, print it. You should be able to print to PDF. That's an option too. Okay? If you're tempted to distract yourself with a computer game, then either ration the amount of time you play it or just uninstall it from your computer because the longer it sits there, the more you're going to want to play it. Okay? I would know I love playing games, so I have to specify times when i can play mine make sure your computer is protected from viruses and malware by the way back up all your work use a pen drive a usb drive a backup drive doesn't matter Uh, something that you can carry your important files on and not forget them also make sure that drive is locked with a password you can do that it's in the settings because if anyone can open your drive that means anyone can take your important data and you'll lose it also, don't make your password something stupid like one, two, three, four, five, or uh, this is my password. Be a little more secure than that. If you want to know how to do that, there's ways to do it. Look it up online. If I have to, I will cover it in a podcast per y'all request. Also, work within your means, whatever possible, okay? Try learning new IT skills. When you know, you're know you pressed for time, it can be a disaster if things should fail, you would be better off knowing how to do it so you don't have to go look for somebody. If you need to though, ask somebody for help or find a simple way to achieve your goal. Okay, schedule time in the future to learn specific IT skills. Not everything has to be taken to the IT department. Most basic stuff can be handled by you. Just keep that in mind. With that stuff out of the way everybody let's talk about how arranged meetings could also be helpful to you you'd be like how is that avoiding distractions and minimizing time wasting you'd be surprised when it comes to arranged meetings only attended uh, i'm sorry only attend the meetings that are relevant to you okay if the meeting isn't necessary don't go if the meeting is necessary and it does have a specific purpose that requires your attention and attend it. But always aim to arrive at a meeting on time rather don't show up late because one it's awkward. Two, when I say arrive on time I'm talking about 15 minutes till if you're, arri- if you're arriving to your meeting exactly at the time you're supposed to be there, guess what? You're late. <laughs> I hate to say it but that's how they're going to look at it. Now, it's different if something happens and it causes a grief and, you know, like traffic, what have you. That's different. It's understandable. Everyone's going to understand that because traffic sucks. Not a single person I know likes driving here in Houston. Okay. Also, you need to know the purpose of the meeting. Get a copy of the agenda in advance. This will help you out greatly so you can prep for it if you need to, if you're one of those people. Also, arrange to leave the meeting early if it only is partially relevant to you, please don't stick around there because one, you're eating up your time when you could be doing something else. And unless there's some famous person in the room or the CEO or the owner of the company is present, there really is no reason for you to be there unless your manager called it and then you're probably in trouble. In that um, regard, agree in advance for how long the meeting will run for, if you're one of the people helping arrange it. Um, the start and end times of the meeting, so on and so forth, please use a timed agenda, okay? Especially for longer meetings where the chairperson is less effective um, and really doesn't have anything to add to it, okay? This being said, we'll cover visitors now. I was gonna do it separate in a separate sec, but I'm gonna cover it now. Visitors or impromptu meetings if you, that's what you want to call them because that's what it feels like to me. Let people know when you're available to meet with visitors, okay? Otherwise, they'll just be popping in all day long every now and then when even when you don't want to be bothered. Imagine if you received a visitor just as you're on your way to take a dump in the bathroom. That would suck, okay? Schedule blocks of time when you can meet visitors and refer to these as your appointments. Try to limit each one to about 10 or 15 minutes so you're not overdoing it. This goes for business people and regular people. Whether you're an entrepreneur or not, this is things to keep in mind. And people don't understand how important this is. Otherwise, you've just wasted an hour of your time talking to this person and entertaining their, their face for longer than you probably should be. Okay? The word appointment is very formal. But... How do I put this? No, well, I think I'll go that way. The word appointment is more formal and people are less likely to think they are popping in for a chat if they have to schedule it Okay, they're more likely to come for a specific reason otherwise they realize hey I'm obviously wasting their time they don't want to be bothered with me so if I was in their shoes why would I want anyone to bother me things to keep in mind that's where the thoughts if it were you thing in my podcast name comes from always consider the other person because you don't know how they're going to feel Put yourself in their shoes so you understand. Also, learn to say no. (laughs) If visitors arrive at an inconvenient time, then politely explain that you cannot see them and schedule a time to visit them that's more convenient for the both of you. Also, don't forget to schedule time to spend with your friends and family. You don't want to spend all your time working and meeting people and say, How you doing, sir? Is everything okay? How's your job? How's your work? Is everything alright? How's your family? Don't ask that question, by the way. Because if you're asking them how their family is, they probably work way too much just like you. Alright? Alrighty then. So, what's next? Family commitments. Alright. With that being said, use a calendar. I'm laughing because this is funny. So, and there's a reason why this is funny. Family commitments could be considered huge time wasters, as my life is basically a combination of all of that. So, with that being said, use a calendar, or in my case, a giant wall calendar. That way they can't say they can't see it. Uh, For whichever member of the family is responsible for recording their commitments and activities and things you have to do. And the reason for this is in my case, when people say, do you have the free time? I could just point to the calendar. Include your clubs, your societies, your social events, days off, doctors and dentist appointments, planned events such as holidays, car services, hairdressers, if you have that type of thing. For appointments, visiting your friends, extended families. Yeah, schedule that because they will eat up so much of your time. As much information as possible in each day, effectively and manageable. If it's written on a wall, on a giant calendar, you can't betray it, you can't go against it. You're more likely to follow it. It's calling having a set trend, a rhythmic flow to your day, it works out well. Also, use a tray or a box for keeping important paperwork near the calendar, including appointments, reminders, phone messages, whatever's relevant all those types of documents so as soon as they expire also throw them away by the way again the trash can you know the bin keep that next by this keeps everything organized everyone has their own system for how they want to do this but this is the most practical way to make it work now if you can find a way to make it work with your own system even better why because this reduces stress it reduces time wasted trying to sort all this and everything just falls into place one and then two If it's already sorted, then you don't have to worry about it. Yes, in the beginning, it will take time. It will eat up a lot of your time to sort all this out. But once it's done, it stays done. You don't have to do anything else again except put everything right where it needs to be. Keep that in mind. Okay, everybody. Looks like we finally hit our stride. The last topic to cover: stress. I've already did podcasts on stress. I covered why, it, what is stress, what is anger, how they're related, how you end up with them, how to reduce them. It's already been covered. So all I really have to say here, when it comes to stress, um, other than if you want to know more about it, look for look for the podcast I already did on it um, earlier on, is that. Look, we're busy people, okay? Everybody is. Everyone's got stuff on their minds, they got stuff they gotta do, things they gotta think about, stuff on a day-to-day basis, you know, I've got a lot of recovering to do from a lot of the stuff that's happened to me. It is stressful, don't get me wrong, okay? I have my days where I just want to be left alone and, you know, lay down in my bed and not think about anything, but obviously I can't do that. Okay, when we're busy, we're more likely to have a very short temper. This is the reason why I'm saying this. Okay, we want nothing more to be just relaxed. Okay, my girlfriend is like a prime example of this because of the type of job she has. I can't say what it is over the uh on this podcast, but you know, you use your imagination, she works for the government in, the, in a way, uh, rather, she works for the state. Anyway, little things when you're extremely stressed out, tend to be way more irritable to you than they usually are. And, you know, we're more likely to feel stressed or angry as a result of that, okay? So stress and anger will both, in a way, potentially waste more time and you'll run the risk of damaging your health and, well, the feelings of other people around you if you care about that type of thing then you realize. Always try to stay as calm as possible. Let others know that you're busy and that you need time to complete whatever task you have. Unless they're just incompetent morons and they just don't understand. Or worse, God help you if it's worse, they're entitled people. You know, the ones that feel that they're more important than everyone else, including you, and they really don't care if you're having a bad day or if you need help. You know. We've all read the story about the, the, the guy who was injured on the path. Oh, what was it called? The Good Samaritan. That's it. Where the guy was basically hurt, and two well-off people walked by him, saw him, ignored him, and kept going. And how the one person that most of the Israelites basically ignored was a Samaritan who actually helped him. We've all heard this story. We've all read this story. Unless you're, you know, not a Bible believer, then to each, you know, to each their own. Or you probably have heard a variation of the same story. Well, I'm not sure. So, but you see my point. Okay? If you're like the first two people and you just don't care, then there's, I get no helping you. I'm sorry. Okay? Eventually you'll learn. Maybe he won't. Be more like that second, that last person, the third one. Consider how the other people feel. That way, when you're in that same boat, people treat you right instead of treating you like the others, ready to rain their net and drive them into the ground. People are usually understanding, and they may even offer to help you. You never know. It just depends. Everybody's different. Kind of went in a different direction than I wanted that to, but that's the overall arcing point of this okay there's a lot of things to keep in mind here when it comes to this and your time wasters your distractions i've only covered a few there are many others i can definitely go more in depth on this but i think i should hold back for now um for one it would definitely not be proactive enough for me to cover all of that stuff now um That would be a waste of my time and yours, as it would just be going into unnecessary detail over stuff that's not important. Meanwhile, I'll be covering other topics as well that are just as important, so we'll cover that. If there's more details on this I need to cover, we'll definitely cover it in a future podcast if I haven't already. So definitely look forward to that. One of the podcasts I'm really looking forward to doing is Avoiding Procrastination, so definitely something that applies to me and i want to be able to tell other people about it so they can also avoid it so we can all move forward together and do well so with that being said i want to thank you guys for your time your support and always being here and helping me to grow my podcast and do better if y'all can help share this podcast on other um, different platforms and telling your friends and family about it be greatly appreciated i'll talk to you guys later This has been Food for Thought, Thoughts If It Were You, and I'm your host, Neogentrix. I'll talk to you guys later.